you have the worst line in movie history. Big applause for you. <laughs> Fuck you, movie. God damn it. But I got a dog chassis for an easy ride. Got open under magic for the mood inside. Don't care if I'm not a wealthy man. Cause I'd rather be riding high in my super van. Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Exploit It. I'm Alexis Strowski. And I want an hour and a half of my life back. <laughs> so Kevin do Cook. I. Yes, this week we're talking about a vile piece of shit. It's fucking terrible. Supervan from 1977, directed by Lamar Card. Get your ears on, good buddies, and drop the hammer down for fun and action. Here comes a fantastic four-wheel freak out of fun. Big business wants to stop it. We gotta stop that van. And Smokey's out to get it. Turn it around, damn it! Get in front of it! Force him off! Superman, and it'll blow your doors off. See shapes Detroit never dreamed of. See the Fan Clan doing their thing. The Big Van Freakout is the scene for vanners and bubblegummers with a green light for fun. See the country's greatest vans, inside and out. It's sheer pandemonium all the way. Lollipop massage parlor and get Judge Carlin out of there. We got a problem. Central to Bravo 3. Come in, please. Hey, Bravo 3, stuck on this! Superband. Don't sing and it don't tap dance, but good buddy, it's one mean machine. Get that freewheeling feeling. See, Superband. Who had the fucking balls to put his name on this? That's, I mean, props to that that person because uh, this is a, a this is a colossal piece of shit. So this is from a subgenre called a subgenre of a subgenre because there's car exploitation, but within that is the very specific van exploitation. And I learned that there was a brief period of time in the late seventies where conversion vans were a huge fad. So yeah, because once I yeah, this is actually a thing. I asked my dad, and I'm like, "Was this a thing? Was this a big fad?" He's like, "Oh yeah, all the cool people had vans. You know, I wanted a van." 
And then I asked a coworker of mine that was from the same generation, and he was like, "Oh, I had a van through high school and college. I got so much pussy in that thing." Yeah, apparently a fucking thing that happened. And there are other van exploitation movies, such as The Van, and then Van Nuys Boulevard, which I had to look up to make sure was actually about a van. Like, did they put that because it has van in the title? But no, Van Nuys Boulevard is about vans. Yep, it is. And so there's this huge-ass article I read called A Brief Guide to Van Exploitation Cinema by Jason Kaufman of Medium.com, who states that the van or vans must provide the engine that drives the plot forward and or provide the stage in in which the action of the plot actually takes place. The characters in van exploitation films generally have goals oriented towards spending as much time in their van as possible. In short, most van movies are about getting laid in a van. Yeah, and this is... Yeah, this is... I mean, let's be honest, that's what this is. Yeah, and then I decided, because I read a IMDb review by Beth that I sent to you... Yes. ...that says, For someone outside the realm of vans, I could see how this movie could be confusing or irritating, however... Being a van, I feel that this movie is a great portrayal of the van movement and all that it entails. Vandora, the supervan, is excessive and borderline ridiculous, but that is what custom vans are all about. The documentation on location filming alone make this movie a classic, Vans Forever. And of course, Beth here likes it because apparently she's a van. Yeah, I'm wondering if uh, Beth missed missed a van person or a someone who likes vans yes. part of that i don't maybe they do identify as a van who am i to judge because the only way to describe this movie to have it make sense is that it takes place in the realm of vans i guess except if you if you actually think that there was this huge van fucking like you know the convoy shit this is like convoy with fucking vans yeah in fact that's the first thing of the movie is a fucking van convoy for three and a half minutes. <laughs> As it plays this entire song, and we see it all in glorious 320p on YouTube. 320p is the bitrate that we got to watch it at. It was actually recorded <laughs> even lower quality than that. Interestingly, that Van article I read had HD pictures, and I was like, oh, so that's what these characters look like. I know, that was my thought. I was like, I actually don't really know what these fucking characters really look like. <laughs> They're just like a smudged asshole speaking at you the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, it it looked, it looked like what happens when I used to have glasses and took them off and couldn't see. Like I said, this is a seventh generation copy. It's a glorious bootleg of a really terrible fucking movie. And the first spoken line of the movie is CB talk, where we get, Back door, this is sunshine at the front door, let's keep those smokies off our ass, copy. And there's candy just a candy. bunch of CB talk. Candy cane. <laughs> candy cane. <laughs> I was thinking of that, too. <laughs> I mean, if we're getting into another fucking CB movie, here we go. Because you get some girl that pops on, she's like, Hey, my name's Fool's Gold, but I'm no fool. And then they proceeded to have a conversation about how they want to fuck, but in so, in so their much vans. talk. And, and they're so concerned about uh, these cops. Smokey. Smokey's eastbound on I-70. I'm like, you fuckers are going 50 miles an hour at tops. What the fuck are you worried about? The biggest worry you guys have is somebody behind you getting real pissed off. In fact, there is one shot where some guy is passing this whole convoy. 
probably not actually part of the film, just really sick of these fucking vans in front of them. Yeah. They're all going to, you know, they're they're crawling at 30 miles an hour, getting like 11 miles per gallon. Pandora later, who gets infinite miles per gallon, apparently. Yes. Which is, like, the crux of the movie. Yeah, it's like the plot of the fucking movie. Um, they're going to the Van Inn, this thing called the Super Freak Out. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like the Coachella for vans. Yeah, just as lame. And so we meet our first character, Clint, and he's running away from the gas station where apparently he lives with his family. Yep. Because he runs out of this gas station with the suitcase and his dad's like, where are you going? And the dad, this boy's like, I'm done, dad, I'm done. What are you going to do for money? I have a van. Okay, here, have some more money. Keep in touch. It's like the lyrics to Cat Stevens' father and son, <laughs> except in a really lame movie form. In a van. <laughs> in a van. And it plays that fucking song, Riding High in My Super Van. Yeah, whoever wrote this movie was riding high. <laughs> yes, they were. And so we can get more about the, the van realm, where there's a company called, like, Mid-American Motors that owns yeah. the world. It's a very corporate dystopia here. Yeah. They live in Vanza City, but I think that's a joke. I think it's a joke, because this is all filmed in Missouri. Yeah. But they listen to the one station, which is K-Van, and it plays ads for, like, van repair from... Get your Trenton oil and Trenton gas and Trenton shocks. The very sexually sounding van service advertisement. Yeah. And we uh we get this weird scene where just the CB go comes up and goes, This is Moonshine calling the preacher van. Is the preacher van there? And we get this fucking priest run out to his, his free candy van. Yeah. And he's like, This is the preacher van. I got my wife. Who's, like, speaking, are we going to save souls? Are there going to be a lot of souls there? Barely oh, yeah. ever followed up on. <laughs> well, well, he his wife goes around and fucks everybody, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. And, in fact, they have a line about, keep your lady close to you this year. And Clint's driving along, and he's contacted by some guy named Lone Star. And Clint's I... like, my name's Pirate Star. <laughs> Lone and Star. They speak. <laughs> Lone Star. <laughs> hey, he had a van. It was a, well, it was a Winnebago, but yeah, close enough. But these two, they speak a bunch of gibberish that I can't make any fucking sense out of. And nor does it matter. Nor do, yeah, it doesn't matter. Which is the case for most of this film. Because then Clint gets hassled by a bunch of kids in a convertible that apparently he knows. Oh, yeah. This fucking scene. Right. Because it's like Black Cherry is the guy, and there's some girls in there. And they're like, come ride with us. And he's like, well, is Janie Carter in there? Yeah, I'm here. Well, that's too bad for you guys. I hope you fellas enjoy your penicillin shots. <laughs> and, like, it's a joke, but they fucking buy it. They think he's serious, and they get mad. And they're like, Janie, you bitch! I, and, and I slept with Martha right after! Oh my god! Like, they bought this. They believe that this Janie girl is... Diseased as shit. Diseased as shit, yeah. Maybe she is, I don't know. I think it's a joke, but who knows in this movie? And then... Random rape. Yeah. So, right. We can't get away from it. Yeah, this comes out of nowhere. There's a, uh, a This is a van exploitation movie, and suddenly attempted rape. Why not? Because this is fucking exploited, and that's all apparently you watch. You know what? I'm writing a movie called Rape and Cannibals that's going to be the ultimate exploited film, and then I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this biker gang is raping this poor girl, and the, uh, 
the like the toe cutter of their gang. Yeah. <laughs> is sitting back and just shouting commands. And then uh Clint here decides to jump into action. He's like, Van Man go. Van powers activate. Just charges right in with his van. And I do like how he does this big giant flying kick at the at toe cutter there. <laughs> yeah. But then he just picks up this girl and runs away and she's just screaming gibberish. This entire scene as they're driving around the junkyard, she's just I feel like that's the entire movie is just people screaming gibberish. Yeah, pretty much. And then um he's trying to get away from the biker gang and he, he drives his fucking dumb ass into a into a crusher. Yeah, the crusher goes full brave little toaster on his van. Yeah, and it sounds like a dinosaur or something. It's just roaring the whole time it just chews down on his van. It's just roar <laughs> roar. <laughs> The Crusher is hungry. It even eats that guy's bike afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that guy rides his bike into it, too. And then I guess uh, this girl, her name is Karen. Karen and Clint. Yeah, she is. That is appropriate. Uh, they hop a, a ride with some tow truck to go meet his uh, his buddy, Bosley Birdwell. And she's like, oh, these were just a couple bikers on their way to a rape. Ha ha. Terrible life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I literally wrote, did she say on the way to a rape? <laughs> yeah. And then laughed? Ah, uh, the 70s hippie culture. And then we meet, uh... Seriously, read Slouching Towards Bethlehem by Joan Didion. You'll see how horrible hippies are. And then we meet Bob, who has the worst fucking doorbell in the world. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. It's a suggestion, though. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> it says, listen, Bob. We want to suggest that you check out security at door number three. Listen, Bob, yeah. we want to suggest yeah. it. It is the worst. It's worse than any ring I've ever been around. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the computer from Hal, but it cares. <laughs> cares a little too much. Instead of like, I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. It's like, Dave, I really feel that when you do that, it's I'm using I statements, Dave. That's right. I feel offended when you try to do that, Dave. But they, uh, Clint barges in with, uh, Karen, and it's like, I'm gonna get cleaned up, get the lady a Coke. Because, yes. Yeah, he's just, he's just issuing commands to his friend in his own house. And yes, this guy deserves to get cleaned up before the girl that was being gang-raped in the dirt. That's the nice also, guy that Clint is. This dude's a, this dude sucks. Oh, everybody in this movie sucks. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Bosley is the least sucky? Because he just gives I guess. the van, I guess. He's not, I mean, he's kind of just there. He makes the van. He's like, here, take this van. And it's like, yeah, okay. Well, and he's like the only one in the movie that's like, fuck capitalism. Right, and he's not like, he doesn't go to the stupid fucking van in, so everyone, he, he's the big winner in this movie. And it's not like he's just a hippie hanging out saying, oh, fuck capitalism. Bob here actually has made a plan to screw over capitalism. He's taken action here. Yep, which already puts him above the random hippies. Because we meet the capitalist overlord here, T.B. Trenton, who is just selling the shit out of some vans. <laughs> he, he wants to sell his, like, one mile to the gallon vans that he had that got basically s scuttled by the gas crisis. <laughs> yeah. And then he tells them, keep that crisis going while I swap out all the engines in these vans for one mile per gallon. And then he's like, let's control the airwaves and play van culture all the time. And he's like fucking J. Jonah, 
Jonah Jameson slamming his fist on a desk saying, I need more van songs! <laughs> and we also learned that Karen is his daughter. Not that it fucking matters at all. Yeah, yeah it really doesn't. Uh, Bob, being the nice guy that he is, he's gonna give Clint and uh, Karen here a van, but it's it's the titular super van. It's the ugliest van to ever exist. Oh, it, it's hideous. Surprisingly, it's they made a Hot Wheel of this van. Um, this van, as ugly as it is, is designed by George Barris. Do you know what George Barris designed? No, I think I read he's like a famous like movie car designer, though. Yeah, he is a famous movie car designer. He designed the Batmobile for the '60s Batman. That's a much. That's a more iconic, like reasonable design. I mean, obviously, it's got that '60s retro future vibe that you know did not age well, but. At least when you think of the 60s Batmobile, it's like, okay, that was kind of a cool car. Yeah, but this is 60s retro design, and then they tried to put that same design on this fucking van. And it's terrible. Yeah, and when we see it, it's like all shiny, and there's a song that played that goes, Hey, Vandora, hallelujah. I can't tell if this movie's trying to be funny or take itself seriously. I really can't. It blurs that line, it rides that line so tightly that it literally, I cannot tell. And we learned that Vandura is solar-powered, and that's how it's going to fuck over capitalism. Because this guy's out there trying to sell all this oil and gas, and here comes this uh, solar-powered van that's just a big middle finger to, to mid-American motors. Ed Begley Jr. creams his pants at this point. Yes. And um, Vandura also shoots lasers, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, we don't know that just yet. Also, the assistant for the capitalist it looks like joe don baker and hooks him up with some underage girls he does and it's a horrible scene when he first some, mentions it there's a porn group following it that actually made me like throw up a little bit in my mouth because he comes into the uh the office while uh well tb trenton is slamming his fist down i need more van things all the time pictures of vans van lingo everywhere and then his assistant comes in is like are you ready, ready, Mr. T? The girls are at the hotel waiting for you. He's like, the ones that liked whipped cream? Yeah, they like whipped cream. And yeah, you know that they're just talking about, uh. It's disgusting. And um, then we get uh, a few uh, picture shots, uh, scenes here of the uh, the super freak out, the, the van in. Yeah, and we got uh, a, a new champion of worst line in movie history. Which line? <laughs> Step aside now, this is Pod Racing. We have Welcome to the Annual Non-Invitational Bicentennial Invitational Freakout 76. Yes, Congratulations, movie. You have the worst line in movie history. Big applause for you. <laughs> Fuck you, movie. God damn, that's a horrible line. By, I just noted Bicentennial. 200 years of vans. Yeah. Considering- well, it's the, an- it's the annual Non-Invitational Bicentennial Invitational. I know. And Whatever the fuck that means. He's just making shit up. He's pulling shit out of his asshole as he's speaking this line. Considering way earlier in this, when they were talking to Bob about who T.B. Trenton was, Clint says he discovered the van in 1973. <laughs> like, you discovered the van? Like, they, they'd been existing for 200 years and he just discovered them. 
and, he, and, he, and the same idiot makes some sort of pun about Van Gogh. It's like, this is the biggest van happening since my boy Gogh cut his ear off. Or I know. Like that. I <laughs> I'm like, oh my fucking God, why? And then they're like, are you ready, jingle singers? And the jingle singers get up in these really unflattering brown dresses. And they suck. They sing and it just sounds like an out-of-tune children's choir. It's at this point I realized that this movie is like an internet echo chamber from a niche community who made a movie making thinking that everybody was really into their little their little niche hobby. Yep. And it plays van music. A note here is like, I think one of these lyrics was she wants a handgun. Oh, maybe. Uh, the, the, one of the, I just, maybe it was later, there's a song about having a forty five caliber load. Yeah. And there's just so many vans, and there's there's a shot here of girls walking around in panties. Yep. Um, like it, it is an exploitation film, after all. That shot is in the trailer four times. It's in the movie one time, but the trailer put that shot of the girls in panties four fucking times. Well, I gotta sell the movie somehow. This movie hates women with a passion. Oh, it's... This is the most misogynistic thing we've seen. Yeah. And that's that's imp- that's impressive given the shit we've watched on this sh- on this show. Like, there's a girl that's going around taking concession orders, and I wrote down the line that one guy has because she goes, "What do you want?" And he goes, "I want two hot dogs, two cokes, and stay the fuck in there." And he's throwing some woman back in his van that's trying to escape. Yeah. And then as that waitress goes around twice, men try to just grab her and drag her into their van. Yeah, I, I learned at this point every van order. Orner's a horrible racist. Yeah, rapist, racist. Rapist. I mean, I'm not rapist, but I'm sure they're racists, yeah, and, too. And we never see this poor girl again. I hope she fucked off and went home. Isn't, like, in somebody's van. Yeah, that place seemed like fresh hell. Yeah, I put that this is the Woodstock 99 of vans. <laughs> yeah. So, Mr. Trenton, he learns about the solar-powered supervan, and he's mad. He's like, we gotta stop that van! We don't need the new Green Deal. I mean, given how ugly the van is and the horrible sound it makes every time it's on screen, please stop that van. Yes. Stop it. It's it's horrible. My and, ears were, like, actually hurt. And you hire some guy. What is this fucker's name that's, like, his, his, his guy that's going to win everything for him? I don't know. Mustache dude? Yeah, mustache Rape, dude. Rapey mustache dude? Gunrunner. That's his name. You mean harem runner? Yeah, he does have a fucking harem, which we get more of later. And then, um, let's see here, I gotta go back up to where I was in these fucking notes that are mostly in caps and say what the fuck quite frequently. I have a line that literally just says, I, uh, this fucking movie. <laughs> I have no idea what I wrote that about, but that could literally be the entire movie. Oh, uh, there's a van montage. People dancing around vans. Kids running around vans. A woman on a horse. More van dancing. A lot of inappropriate focus on scantily dressed women being leered at and creeped on by van guys. That's like also, a good fifty percent of the movie. Also a lot of also a lot of drugs. Oh yes. Because this is hippie culture, right? Yeah. And then there's a a van with fem, flamboyant gay men. They're gay van. Yes. Like stereotypically bad. Yeah. And so we get Super Van driving around making its fucking noises and it's it has a computer that talks and, and provides food. In the gay guy van, it's literally like if everybody was Mr. Slave from South Park. Yes, they were. They were all in leather and shit. 
It was a very uh, cruising era game. Yeah, that's right. And Vandora has a very specific cop radar that will send out radio signals to explode cop cars. Just like that scene from uh, High Anxiety where the dude dies, the song, like, making his eardrums explode. I mean, it's torture. I don't think it stops the cop cars. It just tortures them. Yeah. And there's one cop that's staggering around like he's all drugged. And the other cops are trying to, like, get him get him going. And he stops to use the outhouse and, oh, no, the outhouse blows up because of cars. Supervan makes it go. It's so terrible. I wonder, at this point, I, I started to wonder how many other poor souls have had to endure this film. Yeah. And then the reporters are asking Trent about the, the rumors of this, this solar-powered van. And he says... That man is being dealt with by the proper authorities. And I'm like, what? Solar power is illegal? In this world, solar power is illegal. This man wants to outlaw the fucking sun. And uh, the supervan going along sounding like a fucking UFO, chasing cars. And then, oh shit, the wet t-shirt contest. You went with Waterboy Charles Bukowski? Yes, Charles Bukowski, the poet, is wearing the t-shirt. This is wet shirt, wet t-shirt contest Waterboy. Which I'm thinking that Charles Bukowski was an alcoholic poet. He was probably yeah. living in this park. <laughs> He's a raging alcoholic. He might have just been there. And been. they threw, a sh- threw the shirt on him and be like, hey, do you want to be in this movie for three seconds? We'll give you some booze. Okay, booze, sure. And uh, yeah, he looks terrible. <laughs> because, well, he was a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> and then we get this montage where the music plays romantic van ballads and a bunch of people go to their vans to, to fuck. Yeah, we're destined to a, a hippie fuck fest at this point. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people going to... There's a bunch of vans rocking. And you know what? People are knocking and just jumping on in. Joining in. Van orgy. Yeah. And even Clint and Karen are, are having some, some van time. The vans just does that too, I guess. Before, uh, Gunrunner comes up and is like, I'm going to kick your van's ass. And then just a whole ton of B-roll footage of custom vans and interiors. Just a lot of fucking vans. Van porn, if you will. Yes, it is. And oh, look, I wrote, this isn't Gunrunner, it's Harem Runner. Was that a line or did we just both think the same thing? No, that was a line. Oh, okay. Because Karen... Because Karen's like, that's not Gunrunner, that's Harem Runner. And I don't want to be part of the Harem. Yeah, because he's got a big fucking orgy van. They can't even shut the door on this. There's just so many people inside this van. It's playing a song again, and it even has a line in the song about riding in George Barris's custom super van. Oh, yeah. It does say that, doesn't it? Yeah. And then we've actually, the van rally fucking starts. And it starts with a slalom. And it's <laughs> yeah. so bad and so slow. As they just slalom around, and then the the narrator, fucking non-inventational, bicentennial invitational fucker, he calls this event the Wiggle Waggle. Oh, there was a line earlier where they where he in in a much in a in a euphemistic way said, "Stop doing coke and get ready for the event." Yes, <laughs> put away your put away your rolled <laughs> rolled dollar bills. <laughs> Like, I can't remember exactly the line. What's this? Ah, stop snorting coke and get ready. For the- get ready for the wiggle waggle. Just, it's just a slalom. 
Oh, boy. Oh, and then somebody says it's a fantastic full moon, to where I just put in caps, Oh, go van yourself! That's right. And then Clint gets uh, tricked into going into a van orgy at Gunrunner's fuck van. That's right. And he's buried under all these women, and the cops arrest him. Karen shows up. Never mind that they're at a literal van orgy. Yeah. So, in, in jail, guess who Clint's roommate, uh, cellmates are? Hey, it's the rape bikers. It's the rape, yeah, the ba- the biker rapists. There's a big, big fight scene where Trenton says that he's going to destroy Vandora, but he gets caught up in the van orgy. That's right. And so he's just being buried under women in this van now. And um, all the, the diehard van people are going to show up to help Clint escape from prison. And they're just riding their vans around the cops. And I put, it's a very bad version of the Too Fast, Too Furious scramble. Yeah, it is. To get him out, Vandora shoots fucking lasers at the wall. Yep, apparently Vandora fires fires the lasers. Why? Who fucking knows? And nobody's driving her. She's like night ridering. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so they uh they manage to get away, destroy a bunch of cop cars. They put Vandora on autopilot, and then uh Karen and Clint go in the back to to fuck. But the difference is that uh, Vandora is totally transparent. It is like solid glass. That's right. <laughs> so they're riding down the street fucking in this glass van. Everybody can see them. But given that we what we know of van culture, I'm not sure they care. Yeah, they, they just take a glance and then snort some coke and get into their own orgies. That's right. Oh yeah, we were supposed to be doing that. That's right. Then we get a some sort of boring-as-fuck mud race. It's not even a race. Oh, yeah, I kind of glazed over at this point. Um, that they gotta just go up this muddy hill and then come back down. They don't have to get to the top of the hill. They just gotta but, splash around a lot of mud. And apparently Vandora does well. Not that I could tell. Yeah, Vandora wins. Apparently. Like I said, I didn't understand what it did better than any of the other vans, but and sure. Yeah. The the Jingle Girls show up to sing, and they're just fucking trash. So Mr. T moves his orgy from the van to his Cadillac at this point. Like, he's given up on destroying this van and just wants to to die fucking, apparently. Meanwhile, our preacher's wife, who's been going around fucking anybody, anything that moves, Frank from uh, Blue Velvet style, has finally made her way to the... Uh, to the <laughs> to uh to Mr. Capitalism's car. Yeah. And then Karen runs in there. Well she runs into her dad after his, his post fuck haze. And he she's like, What the hell, Dad? You just banged like eighty women in your Cadillac <laughs> And he's like, Hey, you're human And then she runs off. Like he's just become a, a sex zombie now or something. <laughs> And then there's van ballads again, and then an orgy in the super van. Yeah, Bosley shows up, everybody joins in, credits. Yeah, more vans, vans fucking everywhere, fuck these vans, the end. Yep. God, this movie is awful. Oh my god, this is the worst movie we've watched, on the, by, by far, this is like an order of magnitude worse than anything we've watched for this, this show before. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck. The best, I'll say, the best thing about this movie was it made me look up if band culture existed, and the answer is yes. And uh, that's horrific, but at least it's interesting, which is more than I could say about this movie. That, if this was van culture, that that's even worse. 
Yeah, if this was actually what people were like who were into vans, fuck all of you. Anybody who's into vans that did this shit, fuck you. If you bought a used van after the 1970s, chances are it was permanently cum Oh, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just it, you, your paint is semen. Yeah, that's why they're all white. That's right. So, it, it really got me thinking about hippie culture, and again, I, I, I did read Slouching Towards Bethlehem, I'm like, man, hippies were terrible people. And Hunter S. Thompson had issues with hippies. He thought they were neither artistically as viable as the Beat Generation and not political enough like the New Left that they basically just were self-indulgent. And I'm thinking, only the boomer generation could make a counterculture movement like the hippie movement, which was so self-indulgent, right? Yeah, that even the uh, the counterculture boomers were pieces of shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I never really thought about it that way until I watched this movie. I'm like, you know what? That's That's pretty much what we're at. And, um, so, uh, good job, guys. This movie is the most misogynist thing ever, too. Because there's so much just casual rape. You know, I hate the, I hate the term male gaze, because I think it gets overused too much. Not but, here. Uh, not here. No, this is definitely... This is, this, is, this is pervy, even by exploitation film standards. And a movie that has no nudity. Yeah, there's no nudity. There's girls in very, very tight, wet t-shirts that are just being ogled and leered at by guys who chase them around and drag them into their vans. This is somehow a creepier movie than some of the, like, actual, like, rapey movies we've watched. That, I don't even know how. That poor waitress being dragged into all of those different vans. It's just so casual, like, it's just accepted. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. Like, at least with other, like, you watch... You know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of Last House on the Left or, or, or movies like that. But at least at least those movies went out of, you know, showed that the shit is horrible. This is just shown as like, eh, eh, the bikers are just out for a rape. It's fine. Oh, that's just a friendly rapists. And you, is, even like the, I said, it's so casual and accepted. It's, it's disturbing. And there's so many orgies. And even that dad tries to invite his daughter to one. Yeah, it's, it's so this, cringy. This culture, I... I hope that this is just exaggerated or just bullshit or satire or something because, good fucking god! I don't think we'll ever watch another van exploitation if they are like this. Yeah, it, <sighs> we will never watch Van Nuys Boulevard or the Van. As is am, amusing as the name Van Nuys Boulevard for a van exploitation movie is, yeah, if it's like this, I just can't. I can't do it. Yeah, this is the worst thing we've had so far. And I think it'll be a while before we, we top this. I mean, like we've watched some grim shit. We've watched movies with actual animal violence. We've watched movies with drawn-out, intense rape scenes. And this was still somehow worse and more disturbing than all of it. I don't know how. Like I said, I think it's the casual, light-hearted way it goes about this really disgusting culture. Yeah. It's like just accepted, which well, is horrible. Well, I can tell you Van Nuys Boulevard is no better. Looking at the poster, there's a woman that's naked. Okay, great. Right off the bat. And they ain't even in a fucking van. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on the, uh, the van exploitation movies, uh, at least for a while. Yeah, oof. Jesus Christ. So, this movie or 9pm Taco Shop Coffee? I'll drink used motor oil before I watch this fucking movie again. I was gonna say, fucking draw me a bath of 9pm Taco Shop Coffee. I'll eat the fucking grounds out of the trash can for the 9pm Fuck this movie. Fuck it with every ounce of my being. Uh, so our bonus episode is a Fast and Furious movie. Thank God. 
which even the worst of the Fast and Furious movies is leagues ahead of this. They all they all look like Citizen Kane compared to this fucking piece oh, of shit. Yeah. So stay tuned for our bonus episode for Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. You're gonna you'll get a bit more positivity out of that one. Yes, you will. Actually, quite a bit more positivity. Still some negatives, but a lot, lot more positive than this. I could talk about a mass funeral with more positivity than yeah. I could for, for Supervan. Yeah, sorry, everybody. I very rarely am just like completely negative, like entirely about a movie and could find absolutely nothing I liked about it. But this is the first film. The cinematography was even bad. Usually, like, oh, the camera work is pretty good or the score is good. There's some nice. No, everything about this movie is fucking terrible. Yeah. There is not a not a redeeming feature in this movie. So that was that was Supervan. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like what we do, leave a rating or a review. Let others know. Help get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploitedpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at PodcastExploit, or on Instagram, at ExploitedPodcast, or contact us at ExploitedPodcast at gmail.com. And then next week, we're doing Kaiju. Hell yeah, that'll definitely be better than this. Yes, Gamera fights the superfan. No, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, as long as Gamera wins. <laughs> we will catch you then. Not a friend to all vans. <laughs> yeah. Friend to all children, but fuck vans. Yeah, Gamera hates vans. Who knows? Who knew? But I got a dog chassis for an easy ride. Got a fun under magic for the mood inside. Don't care if I'm not a wealthy man Cause I'd rather be riding high in my super van